You left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee haha, to the funny farm. To the funny farm. And never has this been so true. You know, when I picked out this theme song, uh, things weren't quite as crazy as they are nowadays. COVID-19, weather going crazy. It's 150 in the west and 55 in northern Maine. Fires, floods, UFOs landing, wars. I don't know. It's a uh, political uproar, social media wars. Trump's at war. He wants to get back on Facebook. Let me back. Let me back or else it's going to be trouble. I can, I'm just telling you. It's going to be trouble. Trouble with the big T. And I'm, and I'm in it. Yeah, well, I don't know. He sure is entertaining, isn't he? Somebody in the army, an ex-general, compared him to Hitler. Now, come on, that's not, he's not as bad as Hitler. Nobody's as bad, that bad. Hitler was responsible for over 60 million deaths and millions and millions of wounded and displaced and oh, impoverished. Wow. I'm not Hitler. I'm more like Stalin. No, I'm not Stalin. I hate commies. Yeah, he's no commie. Joe Biden. Come on, man. <laughs> I don't know. I, you know me, folks. I don't like politicians. I never have and I never will. It's a necessary evil, like having the you know, poop. Nobody really enjoys that, do they? No. Especially when you've gotten sick and you got the runs and you got to get it out of your system, but you don't want to, you know, blow up. Oh, well, this is kind of gross, but, you know, you've had diarrhea so bad, your asshole's going, what? No more. This is it. Sorry for the rough language. You know, I usually don't swear in this show. At least not very much. The new Looney Tunes are out. And what's up, gang? That's all, folks. I don't really like them. They're all politically correct, and they're different, and the voices aren't quite on key. I mean, some are and some aren't. I don't know who's doing them. Probably Billy West, who's pretty good. Anyways, uh, comedy is uh, coming back slowly. I haven't done a show in over a year. And looking to get back into it, stand up on the road. You don't really make a ton of money, but it's kind of fun. And you get to try out material, which I use on this show. G-Man and I, Greg Koster, the, uh, my assistant, who actually I had in school, folks. <laughs> I was his teacher. I think he was in the sixth grade, and I was just starting to teach. So I was only 12 when I started teaching. No, I'm just kidding. But I did have him in school. He was, uh, he was quite the, he was just like me when I was in school, wise ass. You know, I used to get kicked out of class all the time. Kicked out of class. I never got suspended, but close. Of course, back then you didn't have to do that much to get uh, suspended or, you used to give out demerits. Anybody remember those? If you grew up in the 70s and uh, going to school, you used to give out demerits. They were like pink slips. And if you got, can't remember how many. I think if you got like 10 or 12, you got 
suspended for three days. Never happened to me. I used to have the teachers laughing pretty hard, so they'd like tear them up. I had some pretty good teachers, really. And listen, it's not utopia. It's not perfect. I think everybody should experience some bad teachers just so you can make some jokes about them. You know, you're not going to have uh, Einstein for every class, and, and you shouldn't. Teachers should be all different. They shouldn't be uniform, like a robot here is your assignment. You know, it should be different. Some should be more liberal, some should be more conservative, just like we had, just like I had. And same with coaches, basketball coaches. Some are tough, some are not so tough. You, you, you need to go through different things. Everything it gets really boring if everything's uniformed, everything's the same. Every class has the same strict teacher or strict coach. You need to go through some uh, different obstacles. An obstacle course, course just doesn't have one obstacle. It has several. But I used to get kicked off the bus, too. And you didn't have to do much to get kicked off the bus. You stand up when you're not supposed to. You off you go. Out, out, out. So I used to get kicked out, and I'd have to call my mom from somebody's house or just walk home. Half the time I'd just walk home, unless it was winter. I didn't get kicked off all that many times. After a while, you learn to keep your beak shut and follow the rules. Comply with the rules. Comply. So this is the Toxic Wise Ass Show. Let me get to that right here on Toxic uh, Radio. Toxic Radio. On Renegade Toxic Radio. Renegade Toxic Radio. Blee, blee, blee. That's all. I'm sounding like Porky Pig. This is the Toxic Wise Ass Show on Renegade Talk Radio from Las Vegas. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin, M-A-R-K-C-H-A-P-L-I-N, just like Charlie Chaplin. You know, one time I was walking down the streets of L.A. because I lived in Los Angeles for about five years, on and off. Like a couple of years, and then went back for like two and a half years. I'd come back here and do a little comedy, some comedy shows, and had a lot of auditions. I never got any nationals. I got some local and non-union uh, work, commercial work, mostly voiceovers. Um, but I, I enjoyed it. I really loved Southern California. I really did. The weather. I'm a shorts and t-shirt guy. Don't like the winter. People were pretty friendly. The girls were very friendly because, you know, a lot of L.A. is is gay guys, so, you know, us straight guys had it pretty good. Thank God for the gay guys. Made me look good. So, um, you know, what's I saying? You know, anyways, uh, I, I enjoyed Southern California, and they had the fires there, and they weren't quite as bad. This is like uh, 15, 16 years ago. They weren't quite as bad as they are now. But uh, I enjoyed my time. I had a lot of auditions. I had my chances, folks. Uh, I, I watched a YouTube uh, video of a guy who says, if you really want to make it in Hollywood, like get auditions and book them or work in comedy, uh, the best attitude is just not care. Like, I don't care if I get it or not. That's when you get it. It's when you sit by the phone or your voicemail and you, I gotta, I gotta have, and I used to get, uh, you know, callbacks, you get an audition and you get a callback and then you get another one. And it's, well, a few times it was between like me and one or two other guys and I didn't get it, but I guess the, the best attitude is like, I don't give a flying <laughs> poop. 
then you get it. I, can, I think that's just how it works. But anyways, G-Man is, uh, is my uh, assistant. And we worked well. We worked together on a lot of stuff. We worked together on radio shows. We worked together on commercials, and hopefully, we work together on some film and YouTube projects soon. We keep saying we're going to do it, and then he's busy, I'm busy, but hopefully, we do get to it pretty soon. But this is this is crazy times. We're uh, in the summertime here, and the thing I hate about the Fourth of July, which has passed us, is. And not because I don't love my country. I'm very patriotic. I enjoyed the fireworks and the Marines, uh, Marine Corps band and all that. And we had very nice local fireworks here in northeastern Maine, up in Holton. Very nice. They didn't have a carnival this year because they couldn't book it in time. But usually they have a carnival with rides and so forth and so on. But they didn't have it this year. They didn't have it last year either, of course, because of COVID. I had my shot. And, you know, if you want to get the shot, get it. I guess if you don't, they can't make you unless it's part of your job description. I got it. I got the J&J &J one shot, and I'm here. I got it in March. Just walked in, sat down, got it. No big deal. I mean, I get the flu shot, and, you know, when you were a kid, you had all the... Uh, emphysema shots and the polio shots and whatever other shots were going around. You got them. They just gave them to you at school. You didn't even, you know, whether you wanted it or not, you got in line and the nurse jabbed you. And that's it. But a lot of people aren't getting them, especially in the South. The South is like really, I think, uh, really conservative and they have the conspiracy theories. I talked to some people they are afraid they're going to get a chip in their in their system that the government's going to follow them. Now, why the U.S. government would want to follow most people, uh, even me, is beyond me. <laughs> if you go, they're going to follow me, they're going to be slightly, well, not really bored, because we do some funny stuff, but, uh, I mean, I'm not meeting with any Russian agents like Boris Benenov, Natasha, we must get the moose and squirrel. Oh, darling. But, uh, I don't know. It's crazy. I got my shot. You know, if you want to get it, get it. And I'm, I'm, I'm moderate with these things. Not liberal, not good. I'm moderate. Hey, if you want to jump off a cliff, you want to go alligator hunting in your bare ass, do it. You want to go bungee jumping, do it. I don't. You want to go swim with sharks? By the way, this was Shark Week. And then I remember seeing Jaws. Me and my buddies all went. I think it was, uh, yeah. Last year of high school, no, first year of college, went to see Jaws. Back then, you know, uh, well, videotapes were just coming out, VHS and so forth, but uh, it hit the theaters. We went, big old CinemaScope screen, <laughs> and that head popped out halfway through the movie when they were in that boat in the dark. Oh, my friend, who was about 6'7", 280, basketball player, he just uh, he squeezed his ice cream so hard it plopped right out of the thing. We knew it was coming, but we didn't tell him. He was kind of pissed at us. And the head popped out with the eyeball hanging. <laughs> that was one of the scariest parts, actually more than the shark coming around itself in Jaws. We're going to need your boat. You go in the shark cage, sharks in the water, our shark. Farewell and adieu, little lady. <laughs> Clint, that, that, was a, that, was a, that was comic relief when he 
pulls up the shark cage. You go in the water. Yep. Sharks in the water. Yep. Our shark. Yep. Farewell and adieu. <laughs> oh, hilarious. What a great movie. And now, like, you can see it whenever you want, on demand or whatever, YouTube, Hulu, Hulu. But these are crazy times. And like I said, I, I enjoyed Southern California. I just couldn't uh, sustain staying there because I wasn't, I was getting some comedy work. But uh, I wasn't able to book any uh, national commercials or we'd be having a different conversation. And then I really, I mean, I kind of deserve to because I think I had the talent to do it. But it's not always about talent. It's about the agent you had. And I had some pretty good talent agents. And I had, uh, you know, two or three auditions a week. But you got to book them or, you know, just having auditions doesn't, doesn't pay. Unfortunately, I wish it did. I'd be a millionaire. Wouldn't be a millionaire, but I would have been well off. Just, just getting paid for auditions. But it doesn't work that way. But this is a uh, crazy times, and we thought COVID was going to disappear, but it's not. Especially in the South, and there's this new variant, Delta variant, or something that's even attacking children. So I don't know. Uh, they did a lottery. Somebody won a million dollars to get their shot. And that's kind of not fair because the rest of us lined up and just got it. We didn't have to be bribed or go into a contest. Although I, I, I don't really disagree with it because at least it got people to get the shot. So I don't know what they're going to do because many people in the South are just not. And that's, and that's what the map says. It's like Arkansas, you know, Tennessee, Mississippi, Alabama. They're just not. Uh, they're just not going to get their shot. I don't care if you put them in the lottery or give them a gold coin or send them to Tahiti for their vacation. I don't. I, they're just not going to get it. I know these. I know these type of people, and they're good people. They just. They have a conspiracy idea. I have some friends that say it. They don't want it. They're afraid they're going to get a chip in their shot. Why they would want to follow my friends, the government, I don't know. But that's what they think. They're going to turn them into robots. I guess there's too much sci-fi stuff out nowadays. All these movies. And we'll talk about some movies later on here on the show. Yep. Good old movies. Uh, movie theaters are opening back up. Drive-ins have been doing pretty good because of the COVID. Bars and restaurants are starting to open back up. But I don't know what's going to happen with this new variant. It seemed like it was under control, but now it's out of control again. Because people, all 99% of the people that are coming in and being sick are <clears throat> unvaccinated. And many of them say, well, I lost my husband and, or my brother or my cousin or whatever, and I wish I had gotten the shot, wish we had gotten the shot. But still, the people, I, I just don't think they're going to get it. Unless they have to because of their, their job, their work description. Oh, yeah, one more thing, folks. It's our anniversary. That's right. Four years here on Toxic Wise Ass Show.
<laughs> That's from the Flintstones Happy Anniversary song. Oh, good old Fred and Barney and Wilma. Barney? You fruit. Oh, I love that show. So I love that anniversary song, too. I've always loved that. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. So this is our fourth year Happy Anniversary show. And we'll be talking about some of the things that we've done over the years. And hmm, some movies and... You know, I, I try to stay away from politics, but it's kind of hard to, although I would say that, uh, you know, I, uh, I'm a, I'm a independent. I'm an independent. And uh, the weather, yes, has been weird. Everybody ran out and bought uh, air conditioners because we had a few days in the 90s. Then I went back down into the 40s. I actually had my fireplace on, my electric fireplace, that is. And because uh, it got down into the 40s at night, I was damn cold. But I would, I'm, you know, I hate winter. I do hate the cold. But I would prefer, I would prefer, because it's always easier to get warmer than it is to get cooler. You know, it just is. And uh, the uh, the heat is gives uh, humidity when it does certain times and it's just whew, hard to breathe for us for those of us that have sinus problems and a touch of asthma sucks to your asthma piggy that's a lord of the flies reference so uh yeah i've gone through a lot of nasal stuff congestion stuff and it's only certain things that work for me other things that are supposed to work don't so, so again, this is our fourth year anniversary show, so happy anniversary to us here on the Toxic Wise S Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Like I say, we'll talk a lot about that and a whole lot more here on the Toxic Wise S Show on Renegade Talk Radio. Yes, the Olympics, folks. That's Olympic music. Had a little, little longer than I wanted it to run. I was aiming for that part where it goes. It sounds kind of like the Wicked Witch. <laughs> My little pretty. You and your dog too. Well, uh, the Olympics. I don't know. It's not getting off to um, what looks like a very good start. Yeah, there's some uh, new COVID. The new even with people vaccinated, there's some new outbreaks. Um, it's uh, it's not looking too good. The Olympic basketball team, men's in particular, I, I'm going to sound like a real chauvinist pig. I I do watch some of the women's games play when a little bit of it, but um, I can't even stand to see some men's games. So 
But anyways, uh, they're looking a little better, but they may lose some players with COVID. Kevin Love is out. I'm sure Jalen Rose will be happy. He hates white people. Um, let me see. And by the way, Jalen Rose, uh, Kevin Love has an NBA championship ring, and you don't. Um, I can't stand those two. And ESPN, you know, I used to watch them a lot, and I'm not watching as much as I used to. And the SB Awards got like a $1.4 million viewing dollar. 1.4 million people watching. And well, it will translate to dollar when usually it's between three and five and maybe six million people watching the SB Awards. A little over a million people watched it. That's called the tank. That's called tanking, folks. It's not good at all. Not good at all. So, uh, Stephen A. Smith, by the way, if he was white, and I'm, oh, and I'm just saying this, because I've I've watched it happen. If he was white announcer and he said what he said about uh, Tonapi or Tonati, whatever his name is, the the base Japanese baseball player, and I don't care if a guy's from Mars, if you can hit a ball or throw a ball. You're going to be in the limelight. You're going to be a hero. doesn't matter if you speak Chinese or Martian. So, uh, Otani? Yeah, Otani. I'll get it right. I'll say his name right, unlike Stephen A. Smith. But uh, he would have been, yeah, a white guy would have been fired. But because loudmouth Stephen A, A for asshole, Smith. And I do, I, I, I mean, he's entertaining. I, I, and I find myself agreeing with a lot of what he says, but... Uh, seems to be a double standard, anyway. Oh, hello, this is Popeye. Me and Elmer Fudd wishes happy anniversary. Oh, gracious, happy anniversary to the Toxic Wiser Show. This is Kim Jong-un. I normally I play my uh, North Korean theme song, but screw it. I'm just going to say happy anniversary. Um, this is Bobcat Goldway, and I'd like to say happy anniversary. Hello, mate. This is Ringo. Happy anniversary to the Toxic Wiser Show. Dick Tanny here, yeah. Happy anniversary. Normally I'd shoot my gun off, but times being what they are, I'm not allowed to have a gun anymore. <laughs> That's not fair. Hello, this is Queen Elizabeth. We are not amused, but we wish to wish happy anniversary to the Toxic Wiser Show from Jolly Old London. Ah, this is Bill Clinton. Happy anniversary. This is Vladimir Putin. Happy anniversary to my good friends. And I uh, hope they, I always listen to show, love show. And um, we must get the moose and squirrel. I had to say that, okay. <laughs> happy anniversary. Well, we got some an happy anniversary wishes from uh, some big time celebrities. Isn't that cool? It is. You know, uh, by the way, uh, LePuke Le James, his new uh, show, uh, movie, Space Jam, turns out it's going to be called Space Flop. Uh, it flopped. I heard it was just. I heard it was just god awful. He can't act. I'm a cartoon character. Yeah, you're also a big mouth screwball, ball headed. You know, LeBron made excuses for losing, 
And uh, he said, oh, well, all the players are getting hurt. And blah, 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 blah. But he didn't mind it when the when people got hurt on the other team that they were playing. Like when they played Miami, they were missing half their team. He never said a word about that when the Lakers won, beat Miami. They were missing literally half their starting five. Drogic, I think Adebayo was out, and I don't know, a couple other players. He never said a word then. Oh, hey, oh God, I, I know a lot of people love LeBron. I'm not one of them. I kind of despise him. He's a two-faced. It's okay to have freedom in the United States, but China? Shh, don't say anything bad about China. How their human rights is terrible. I'm hearing some noise. I don't know what it is in the background. Hold on, folks. i got to check that out. Well, I guess that noise was just me. <laughs> No, it wasn't. That's not a real fart. I used to amuse my friends back in high school by, you know, we didn't have uh, YouTube. We didn't have cell phones. We didn't have computers. We didn't have, uh, you know, all this uh, DVD and VA. You know, we didn't have that. So we had to make up our own entertainment. My cousin Lloyd and I, we used to fart on each other. That was our entertainment. When there was nothing good on TV or I couldn't smash a record over his head. I mean, we, we would literally fart on each other. <laughs> oh, God bless his soul. He's up there in heaven now. Oh, God bless him. Miss him. We were we were closer than most brothers. And we, he died in a tragic accident in um, South Windsor, Connecticut, uh, about five years ago, come this March. Six years ago, come this March. And I uh, really miss him. And, well, like he used to say, we didn't have a lot of money, but we generated fun. I mean, there was times, like, uh, we'd make each other laugh. We'd try to make each other laugh. Nothing on TV. Back then, no cable. Well, you had cable. It had, like, five channels, six, and went off the air at midnight. Uh, so we would... Uh, like, go get gowns, my grandmother's gowns and dresses. <laughs> Try to make each other laugh by dressing up like a woman. So you guess, I guess you could say I was a transvestite for, you know, a few moments there. But it was an awful lot of laughs. We had a lot of fun. We'd go to the movies. We'd go to the same movie, like a John Wayne movie, ten times. Ski party, I remember seeing that. I think it was 67, 68. And back then, they would, like, re-release movies. It's not like nowadays where they play it once and then it goes to uh, cable or DVD or digital. Back then, like, Zulu came out in 66. They might play that for, like, seven or eight years and re-release it. Because, you know, you you had to watch it when the TV uh, network played it or when the theater played it. You, you couldn't run out and rent it. You couldn't get it digitized. You couldn't get it online, you know, different times. Just like my home movies. I made a beautiful movie in the eighth grade called Hell's Angels, uh, 1971 or two, something like that. And it was a three-minute, eight-millimeter sound. Uh, well, I made the sound with the tape recorder. It was like an Italian movie. The voices were off. Yeah, you want to talk to me? Yes, of course. Mm, yes. Want to fight, daniel son? Fight me, you know, the mouth. <laughs> but I did the best I could. Come on, I'm on a $10, $20 budget, which back then for me was a lot of money. So I made one movie. Got to make one movie. That was it. 
But anyways, uh, speaking of movies, uh, the movie Pig with Nicolas Cage, I didn't get it. I mean, the guy's 57. He looks 97 in the movie. He's all beat to crap. Uh, I didn't get it. Space Jam was a flop. People are really pissed. Uh, Black Widow. I don't, I'm not really into those new superhero type movies. I'll watch them. But the thing got me is she fell off a thousand feet from a roof and didn't get hurt. But yet later in the movie she gets cut with a knife and bleeds. Uh, okay. I don't get it. Tomorrow War was good. By the way, I give Pig a, a C because I didn't understand it. And I do like Nick Cage, but this movie sucked. Space Flop with the Pig James. Uh, F. Black Widow. C. Probably, but although it's very popular. Tomorrow War was a good movie. I give it a B. Hitman's wa uh, Wife's Bodyguard. I give that a B. That was a pretty good one. And so that's our uh, movie review. There's one more movie I wanted to talk about. Oh, yeah, Quiet Place 2 was a pretty good movie. I did like that. And there was one r weird movie that I watched. It was uh, about teenager, teenage kids at a summer camp getting butchered by a, a guy who was possessed by a witch. And, uh, man, that was gross. I think it's called Fear Street, and it comes in different parts. But uh, it was, I mean, the acting was good in the in the you know the special effects and the and the action was good but man they're like in a um an outhouse and they're in the bottom of it and they're just covered with popo poop crap and uh it had some pretty girls in it and whatever and you know like i said but not really my type of movie so i give it a c uh cruella was a it was an okay movie. Pretty interesting, especially the beginning. Kind of explains how Cruella got to be where she's at. And I give that a, a B, B minus. Uh, Peter Rabbit, first one and second one, both pretty funny. Uh, I kind of liked them. Pretty, pretty uh, creative. Pretty, pretty creative stuff. I liked them. It was kind of funny. The rabbits and McGregor. McGregor, shot my rabbits. Uh, the Wrath of Man was a pretty good movie and you got to be careful folks because if you rent or get the red box is it called you rent a movie or you pay for it on cable or online and you get a really uh, like a movie made with a camera phone with the actors out of acting class um, that sucks so you got to be careful um, the ice road and the marksman with uh, Liam Neeson kiss me Irish ass um he says that in the movie, too. Uh, those were both good movies, B+. The Ice Road one is, is really good. I mean, they're both good. Is, is there such thing as a bad Liam Neeson movie? I don't think so. I, I just love his acting. He can be in a movie about a giant fart from outer space. <laughs> There's that giant fart. Um, and I'd watch it. You know, it's like watching, you know... Um, um, John Wayne or anything, you know, Clint Eastwood, they hardly ever make bad movies. And even if they do, you still want to watch them. And the last movie with uh, Del Toro and um, called No Sudden Move, very good, very, very good. And based on a true story, too, and it's back in the 60s or 70s, 
So you get a you know little vintage piece there, time capsule piece. So that's our uh, movie uh, review for right now, folks. Just, just be careful what you watch. There's a lot of good stuff on Tubi and Peacock and YouTube that are free. You have to endure a few commercials, but other than that, they're uh, pretty good shows and movies, documentaries, all kinds of good stuff. Classics, old shows, shows you didn't even know existed. Yeah, shows you didn't even know existed. Pretty cool. Because uh, I'll look up an actor and they'll say, we've got to start, like, uh, give you an example, Clue Gallagher, who used to be in The Virginian. He was the deputy in all these movies. And he's still, he's like 94. And he made a lot of B movies, like Airport and things like that. And he um, he started out in a movie where he played Billy the Kid. Not a movie, but a series with uh, Bat Masterson. And Billy the Kid in black and white. I think it was 56 or 57. And it was doing good, but they made him take it off the air because they didn't want Billy the Kid, uh, the government, uh, to be known as a hero. Although he, you know, he was a gunfighter and he was fast. And, uh, but he really, he was really pretty well liked. He wasn't like evil. Although it would seem it because he shot so many people, but you know, back then it was kill or be killed. So you know, you don't know what it's like till you go through it. But uh, yeah, cool Gallagher. And I looked it up and I watched a couple episodes, and it was pretty good. So you can find a lot of uh, pilots that were never played or shown, like Supergirl, Superboy, things like that, from the you know, right from the 50s to the 60s and 70s. I like watching previews. I've been watching things about uh, drive-ins, drive-in theaters, the, how they're making a comeback and showing some of the old classic ones that are, like, worn down. And tore. We had a drive-in theater here in our town here, Holton, and it's all torn down now. But, boy, it was really fun to go to. We used to put people in the trunk and, I don't know, it was super pretty good. That's, they'd have nights where they showed like five horror movies, Dracula, Son of Dracula, Frankenstein is risen from the grave, Dracula's cousins comes to town. I mean, all kinds of ones. And, you know, you'd stay right through. You know, everybody else had a big date and uh, was making out. And I would, I'm actually watching the movie with my popcorn and cheeseburger and Coke and French fries and clams <coughs> and candy bars. Uh, well... Good old days. Again, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Toxic Wise Ash Show. Thank you for tuning in. Hope we can make you laugh and cry and kiss your worries goodbye. If we can't, then I'm sorry. We failed. But, you know, uh, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, I uh, want to talk to you about a couple movies. Jungle Cruise was a pretty good movie. A little too CGI for me, uh, you know, computer graphic. It seems like a lot of movies are are video games uh, to me. And I know that's what, I guess, the young people like. But uh, pretty violent, though, for a Disney movie. Of course, Disney movies aren't uh, really no bad language and no sexuality. But... Uh, you know, you got Daniel Boone and Davy Crockett and all the Westerns and Civil War pictures they did. And, uh, of course, there was always uh, shooting and killing, which is, you know, reality. But uh, I give it a B, B-minus. It was, pre it was pretty entertaining. 
certainly a lot of action all the way through it. And 12 Mighty Orphans, based on a true story in the 1940s uh, about uh, a school for orphans where they are abused at first, but a guy comes along who's a coach and a teacher and him, him and his wife and uh, some, some surprises in it. I won't, uh, I won't let out the, the, the big surprise in the movie, but it's uh, very entertaining, and I give it an A because it's a true story. It's well acted and well done and certainly entertaining. The drive-ins have been busy. You know, I was talking about them earlier. Boy, we used to have fun at the drive-in. I used to, before I got my lessons, I used to try to get my aunt and my or my mom <coughs> or my older sister to take me and maybe my cousin Lloyd and some friends to the John Wayne movie. Hey, kid, how you doing, you punk? Oh, darn it. Welcome to the drive-in, Luke. Anyways, um, good old days. The, uh, there were, uh, somebody did manage to take a lot of videos of, uh, in the late 90s of the drive-in here in, in uh, my town, Holton, Maine, on the northeast here, the great northeast, yeah, by the Canadian border, which is opening up soon, both ways, pretty soon, I think a couple weeks, and... Um, anyways, uh, we managed to, or somebody, I didn't, but somebody managed to take some film video of it and, uh, the screen and the projection booth and all that before it was totally dismantled. Dismantled. Now it's all gone. The screen is completely torn down and gone. The projection booth and the snack bar and but uh, it had a certain savoir-faire to it, a certain smell, certain feeling. You drive up to the booth, the ticket booth, which is downhill from, and then you have to drive up the hill and into the parking area where you uh, would pick out your area where you want to watch the movie. One time, my buddies and I, Russell Fitzpatrick and Bobby Dinesh, Bobby D, whose dad was a professor of uh, <coughs> English, Spanish, and French. Uh, at Ricker College, which used to be a college here. Nice little uh, community-type college, uh, liberal arts school. It was, it's too bad it's, it's, it's now gone, had a beautiful gymnasium. That's probably a story for another time. But anyways, uh, he was Haitian and a great athlete, and I was kind of jealous of him, to be truthful. But we became really good friends. We actually played against each other in college. And I saw his list uh, from Thomas College from 1975-76, our freshman year. I played at UMaine Fort Canada Division Three School. He played at Thomas College, a business college in Waterville. Also, and we were in the same league. And we split. They beat us down there, and we beat them at home. And uh, we got to play against each other a little bit, which was fun. And we got to play against Ricker and... Again, that's a story for another time. But we went to see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <sighs> oh, boy. That was something else. <laughs> we, we were acting like 12-year-old girls. I was hiding underneath the seat. That was a brutal movie. Well done for a low-budget movie. That was really well done. So those are called drive-in memories. And if you want to see some drive-in memories, you can go to YouTube or Tubi, but mostly YouTube. People post things all the time about uh, old drive-ins, new drive-ins, drive-ins that have stayed open. I love the concession stand uh, 
uh, films countdown, two minutes till showtime. Roar. Come to the snack bar, get a Coca-Cola, ice cream, popcorn, candy bars, fried clams, fried anything you want. We'll fry it. Uh, excellent food. I mean, these put vinegar on the French fries. And onion rings. Oh, everything. It was just great. Soda pop, you know, big bottles of orange or Coke or Pepsi, whatever you wanted. Uh, ice cream, ice cream bars. They didn't have milkshakes, as I recall, but it could be kind of hard to make milkshakes at a drive-in. Because you really only got 10 minutes before the second movie starts or whatever. And it used to be when the first movie started or when they started showing like travelogues or Three Stooges or cartoons, usually Pink Panther or The Inspector, uh, a, uh, it was still light out. It was still kind of, you know, still kind of light. Had, and uh, so you, you could barely see the movie or the uh, show. They wouldn't actually start usually the movie until... It was pretty dark. So you'd watch a travelogue, previews, cartoon, Three Stooges. It would still be kind of a little light out, but it was really odd. But then as it got dark, the picture came in better and more clear. So those are drive-in movie memories. And, of course, the, going to the indoor theater was fun, too. Back, uh, it's the theater that we have now is uh, split in two. It's two theaters. But back in the day, it was one big uh, theater with a balcony. It probably held 400 people, 350. There's one in Bar Harbor that holds 1,100, and it's still one big theater. can't remember the name of it, the Grand or something. And then when I grew up in Milnocket, we had the Bijou, and it probably held 400 and had a, a balcony, but it burnt down in the uh, late 70s, 80s. Shame. Terrible shame. But a lot of people did manage to take pictures of it. I used to ride my bike down there and go to the movies. <sighs> memories, memories, memories. But anyways, uh, getting back to sports, the Red Stocks are starting to slump a little bit after the All-Star game here. And uh, actually, uh, Tampa Bay's in first place. It's going to be tough because you got the Yankees, who got some good players, picked them up on trades. And the Red Sox were playing pretty consistently good, but they've choked, pooped their pants a little bit. And then you got Tampa Bay is really good. So, you know, out of that division, you got three good teams. I don't see all three of them making it. It's going to be two, and somebody's going to be out. And if it's, uh, they don't smart enough, it's going to be the Red Sox because they're starting to slump. I'm, I may have a hard time rooting for the Red Sox, even though I'm a New England fan. New England everything, Boston everything, Celtics, Bruins, uh, Patriots, of course. Although I do like watching Tom Brady. But uh, LeBron owns a piece of the Red Sox. Why, I don't know. He's always wearing that stupid Yankee hat. We have a hard time rooting for the Red Sox because he owns part of the team. But I was, I still will. But I don't usually watch that much baseball until playoff time. And, of course, the Milwaukee Bucks are the NBA champions. Um, I still think the Nets, if they were healthy, probably win that because they're, they're really hard to stop when they were all healthy. And uh, they weren't. They just weren't healthy. KD looked good. Um, uh, Irving was cursed by spitting on Lucky the Leprechaun at the Boston Garden. He shouldn't do that. Don't ever spit on Lucky the Leprechaun. It's bad luck to be spitting on the Leprechaun, Mr. Irving. I think I showed you that. 
Yeah, don't ever spit on the leprechaun. By the way, happy anniversary to the Toxic Wise-Ass show. Sure to me, Gordy. Always after me, Lucky Charles. Anyways, yeah. I think the Nets, and I don't really see them staying healthy because James Harden's always getting hurt. He plays kind of reckless, and he's always, you know, trying to get a foul, so he jumbles his moves. Kyrie Irving, is he ever going to finish a, healthy, uh, a season healthy? And the Lakers picked up uh, Russell Westbrook, and I don't know if that's going to work because he's not an outside shooter, and neither really is LeBron. He's inconsistent. And uh, you don't really want uh, Anthony Davis shooting threes. So I don't know if that's going to work. They think it is, but I don't know. The West is still pretty tough. I don't know about Phoenix, but Denver will be back. Portland will be back. Uh, some of those teams that didn't make it, they'll be better. Clippers will be back. I think Kawhi will eventually sign. He isn't right now, but I think he eventually will sign. But we'll have to keep an eye on that. Uh, the summer is kind of slipping away, folks. It's, uh, I always <laughs> I wait all winter for summer, which is kind of sad, isn't it? Anyway, this is the end, folks. Uh, sorry to cut off, but we're out of time. So happy anniversary to us, and thanks from the Toxic Wise-Ass Show. I'm your host, Mark Chaplin. And I got on my knees and begged you not to leave because I go berserk. Well, you left me anyhow, and then the days got worse and worse, and now you see I've gone completely out of my mind. And they're coming to take me away, haha, they're coming to take me away, ho ho, hee hee, haha, to the funny farm where life is beautiful all the time, and I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats, and they're coming to take me away. <laughs>